Welcome to another edition of the Superflight Podcast, your Earth Fisher of NBA podcasts, because this podcast also doesn't know if it wants to be a lawnmower or a rhinoceros. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Joe Borelli, coming at you from my studio in Brooklyn, New York. It is Saturday morning, September 15th. And uh, yeah, well, even though we uh, recorded this show two nights ago, um, just bringing it to you now. Sorry about that. A little bit of a delay. Um, also, real quick, I just wanted to mention that in the podcast, you'll hear me talk to Dave Futernick, my uh, wonderful guest this week, about how I can't wait for him to send me the audio. Well, it didn't quite work out, so you're going to hear it just as I did. So just ignore all that stuff. We never did get the audio corrected. Um, but anyway, it's a good conversation. You'll enjoy it. It's funny. You'll get to hear it from my perspective, which means you won't get to hear half of what Dave says, but you'll be able to fill in the blanks, and it's going to be pretty pretty fun. Really fun episode. Uh, thanks again, Dave, for coming on. And we're going to talk all kinds of Knicks because, you know, season's starting, and I'm actually kind of excited about this Knicks team for some reason. Anyway, in the meantime... If you want to get in touch with the show, you can follow on Twitter at SuperFlightPod. You can follow me personally at Joe Borelli. You can email the show at SuperFlightPodcast at gmail.com. Also, a quick shout out to Timothy Bucher, who, Bucher, who sometimes runs the Twitter, Twitter, yeah, SuperFlight Twitter account. So whenever you see something funny, it's Timothy. So give him a shout out and give him a follow. It's at, it's at Timothy Bucher. Actually, I don't even know. Sorry, Tim. I'll get to you next time. Um, anyway, uh, wait to follow the show. You can follow on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, yada, yada, yada. If you go on Google or if you go on iTunes, I guess it is, please rate and review and uh, leave me a message. Although I say this every week and no one ever does it, so I don't know why I bother. But it would be greatly appreciated if you reach out and say hi or send me an email or send me a review or rate the show or like it or something. Because, you know, if you do that, it helps me climb the charts. I mean, I would need a ton of people to say hi and, and rate this show in order for other people to find it. You know, I don't know. At T underscore Butcher 320. That's Timothy's handle. Sorry. Anyway, give him a shout out and a follow. He's great. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so that's the ways to get in touch with the show. You can rate and review and say hi. And uh, I don't think I have a good story for you guys this week. And the show is pretty fun. So I'm just going to cut to the quick and let you enjoy the the conversation I have with David Funernick from Super Hooper's podcast and from TV ads and, and uh, college humor online and, and, you know, movies and programs he's been in. Anyway, great guy. He's a lot of fun to hang out with in Vegas. Uh, and he's a lot of fun to talk to about the Knicks. So after this brief musical interlude, we'll be right back. I was wondering if you guys ever got that shirt that I sent for you. Does it fit well? Yes. Good, good. Matt sends it along. He's, he what? Matt sends it along, so. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, cool, cool. I can, do you have headphones you could put in? Because I'm getting feedback. I'm like, I can hear myself talking. Yeah. I went on another podcast recently, and I had the headphones in, and the guy was like, I can't hear you. <laughs> well, I'm having the opposite problem. Did you celebrate Rosh Hashanah? Didn't hear that. <laughs> I only ask because, yeah, I hear you now. Now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. All right. 
I only asked because okay. of that story about when you guys were in, Great. when you were in uh, Sacramento and the girl asked if you were Jewish at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe my favorite story I've ever heard. It was really good. No, she didn't only ask me. She grabbed the back of my head while I was trying to pay at the bar. She Why? came up from behind me and because she asked if I had horns and oh, Matt, said, right. Matt said, oh, why don't you walk up to him and feel if they're there? <laughs> So, it's, it's good to have friends. Yeah, it's, totally, it's great to have yeah. friends. Not yeah. that you would know, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. I hear. Yeah, I hear. Yeah, yeah. David Funernick, how are you? How's it going? I'm How's good. It? Joe Borelli, yes. how are you? It's been uh, since Vegas Summer League, since right? Yeah, yeah, Vegas Summer League. Yeah, you haven't. I was looking at this it's... Skype call from last time we talked. It's literally a year ago. So sorry. But I don't know why you want want to have a Knicks fan on constantly. I was gonna There's say a lot to talk about always. I was gonna say, but you shouldn't blame me for not having you on. You should blame the Knicks. Well, blame them for most uh, most misery and most horrible things in my life. So that's fair. But all of the joy too, right? Not really. <laughs> too much. <laughs> too far. All right. No, those are, I find that joy in in uh, other New York sports. Oh, okay. Not, not really in the Knicks. Such yeah. as, not the Giants. Uh, uh, yes, the Giants. The oh, Yankees. come on! The, oh, you're a Yankees fan? What? Oh, God! I mean, yes. I hate I hate was, baseball, but whatever. <laughs> it was well. It, I I didn't choose it like as a ten year old kid. I, it was passed down to me from Yankee relative fans. So that makes sense. So, you kind so of. I was I was I was lucky to be thrust into Yankee fandom, and they when I was really little, they were terrible. So yeah, fair enough. But. But let's keep the baseball talk in the room. I know. Yeah. I know everybody hates talking about baseball, so <laughs> I, I including my co host. <laughs> I do not enjoy the sport at all. I'm sorry. I apologize, but No. I, I like I completely understand why anyone would not like it. It's like an old man sport. It really is an old man sport. It's like the oldest of old man sports. It's, it's like it's like the um fly fishing of sports. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. It's even yeah. Because I'm sorry, fly fishing is not a sport. So <laughs> it's like it's like the NASCAR of sports. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> anyway, Dave, how are you? Let's see. You want to talk about some Knicks stuff? You want to talk about the upcoming season? Just because, like, we got to get excited about the team, right? Right. 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 Yeah, I mean, I'm more excited this time this time this year than I was last year. So yeah, uh, I mean, Car- I I believe Carmelo Anthony was still waiting to be traded at this point. So is that true? Is that if right? I remember correctly? I thought he got done early. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like an eternity in the off season before he was finally traded. So uh, yeah, um, actually, maybe you're right. I'll look. I'll have to look it up. I didn't. I didn't think we were going to talk about Carmelo. And my memory, if you've ever listened to the podcast, doesn't doesn't go back very far. Uh, <laughs> like ten no, minutes. Yeah, that's fine, and especially not for like meaningless trades in yeah. the NBA. So I mean, it was a pretty big trade. It was a, it was a pretty big one. But um, well, it's turning it's turning into an actual. We'll see what happens. But it's turning into an actual decent trade for the Knicks because Mitchell Robinson actually looks pretty decent. He, ju- he looks like a first round pick. You're jumping ahead. Now you're gonna ruin my whole outline that I sent you. What are you yeah. doing to me, man? <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to him later. We'll get to him later. It's just a little appetizer for your listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Coming up on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's if we're Don't starting up yet. We are taking Knicks, but listening. Yeah. 
<laughs> if we are talking, if we're starting from the beginning, by the way, are you recording this? Are you going to send me your audio? Or do you do that or? I don't. I should have. Oh. No. All right. Well, then fuck it. People are going to. That's that problem. That's everyone else's problem. Fuck it. I, you guys are going to hear them exactly the same way I do, which is barely at all. So enjoy. No, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, terrific. No, it's fine. You're just, you're just lagging a little bit. It's probably my internet, not yours. But I mean, no, just, it's probably mine too. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you have that fancy apartment. You have that fancy triangle behind your head. I don't know what that's about, but I feel like I should be worshiping you right now. Do you, do you think I fucking bought that thing? <laughs> I'd like to say yes, but I guess not. Um, so you want to start at the beginning? You want to talk about like, so, you know, like we're doing a Knicks preview podcast. They're probably not going to finish anywhere close to the playoffs. But I mean, I feel like there's some real excitement with this team this year. I'm I'm legitimately kind of excited to watch them because obviously live in New York. It would be nice if one of these fucking teams would do anything we're talking about. Right. It makes the fan base here. Right. Much more excited. You can have like casual conversations with people on the street when you're trying to take their wallet from right. them, it's, it's just way more enjoyable. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but right, right, right. They've been, they've been a shit show, but I think they might be, they oh, might have some, Joe, sort of, you're, what you're breaking, you're breaking up. <laughs> oh God. Maybe we should stop and start. I again. should have been recording my audio. All right. Let's pause. You record your audio and I'll start okay. from here. All right. Okay. Do you want me to just record it on my phone? Uh, can you record it on your phone? can or or i can record it through skype right yeah i think you should be able are you recording now yes can you hear me now okay yes all right we are recording all right so so from this point from this point forward the audio is going to be amazing (laughs) great but that whole whole first eight minutes i'm sorry everyone dave's a jerk blame him (laughs) no my fault it's all good. What were we talking about? We want to talk about the Knicks front office. Do you have anything to say about the Knicks the front office? Knicks, I mean, I feel better than I used to. <laughs> That's my I fault. Mean, I should have led you into this. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, look, look. It, it does feel like um, uh, Scott Perry and Fisdale are doing what they're supposed to do and saying the right things and, you know. Well, it remains to be seen if the team will end up being good ever. But um, I trust Scott Perry. He's had success in the past. He seems smart. Um, uh, and, you know, he and Mills, I mean, Mills has had all these years of experience, but he and Mills uh, seem to have a good rapport with, like, the New York media. Um, they don't say stupid things. They don't pick fights. Uh, which is easy because you have a million reporters that are trying to pick fights because mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. they have people want something to write about and they can't really write about the team too too often. So you know, <laughs> let's it, just start like, a fight in the press room. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, like beat writers, I think like they did that to Mello for years. Like you know, they like yeah. to poke people to have something interesting to talk about. It's like you know, when when Amari punched the fire hydrant or or, or the the you glass know, box, yeah. Sure. yeah, the glass box. It and, says, listen, and, in his defense, oh. it says brace, break in case of emergency, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's, you know, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. He thought he was doing the right thing. So. Yeah, exactly. He thought uh, there was an emergency, whatever. Right, right. But look, I mean, Hornacek was a wet noodle. I mean, he didn't really do a whole lot. It felt like his coach, he 
was very hands off on a team that needed somebody more proactive. And um, I'm glad that they didn't keep him there for long. I feel like, you know, other teams might have kept him there for longer and just kind of wrote it out. So I'm glad that they cut the cord with him pretty, pretty immediately. Um, just giving him a couple of seasons. Yeah, I mean, uh, it seemed pretty quickly that he wasn't going to be able to do anything. I mean, he, he just wasn't the coach for those guys. Like, they're a really young I mean, roster. Well, you, yeah, go ahead. Go he, ahead. Was, he, was, he was handed, like, a, a bad team. Yeah, um, a box with of a, <laughs> Yeah, with, with a, a crotchety, you know, uh, player former who superstar? wanted out. Yeah. yeah, former superstar who didn't want to be there anymore. So, you know, I mean, there's not a lot he could do. But I will say, he waited way too long to give Frank a lot of playing time. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept playing Jared Jack for some fucking reason, um, <laughs> which really didn't do anything except for maybe give us a worse uh, draft pick. So well, we, we maybe got, although, oh, <laughs> so maybe he did. He all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he did. All right. But uh, typical Knicks fashion, you know, we, we won too many games. Yeah. You know, we should, we should, we should have had this seventh pick and we had the ninth pick or whatever so you even know. How, uh, how how did the knicks screw up losing even i don't even understand it we did it the year before we like decided to beat the sixers on the last day of the year and mm-hmm. got a win. so and i mean we probably would have taken dennis Smith jr instead of frank so <laughs> well, uh, i mean that would have been a nice pick but anyway listen i think they did all right so far you know they uh what do you think about fizdale i wanted to, i wanted to ask yeah. you if you were if you were gonna pick a coach this off season, like you knew, you knew Hornacek was out, right. and there's a there's a plethora of guys to pick from. There's a lot of young guys coming up. Listen, I'm just acting like I know what I'm talking about because I don't know the coaching trees at all. But right, if you had to pick, who would your guy have been? Because Fizdale would have probably been at the top of I my mean, list if no, if for he, no he was, other reason than he gives an amazing soundbite. Take that for data is infamous. <laughs> it will live, yes. it will live forever. Oh, one of the best. I mean, I, he was at the top of my list for sure. I, I think he, I mean, he still would have been coaching in Memphis if he hadn't had issues with one player. Yeah. I, I really think that he still would have been there. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I, I, I wanted him or Budenholzer. Hmm. And I, I thought um, as a wild card, Jerry Stackhouse was intriguing just because he's had all the success down in the G League and um, seems to be a, a, a player favorite already. But, but also that... It, it would have been bizarre because you would have had this guy who'd never coached in the NBA being handed a bunch of new young players, and I, that, that can be a disaster. I, I think it's better to have a guy with experience. Um, so I don't know. Everybody says that Fizdale's like so respected by his players, minus one. Uh, <laughs> it just takes that one guy I, to ruin everything. I know. One little addicted European <laughs> fucking asshole uh, ruin everything. Yes. Those consoles. I, I've always hated the Gasols. There's something about them. I respect their game, but it's just something about them. They're just always so obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers is the thing, right? That's, that's yeah, why, yeah, yeah. No, true, true. I always hated them. I can't put my finger on why, Lakers. <laughs> Lakers, 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 Lakers. Um, but no, I mean, Fitzgerald's the guy I wanted. I will say that like the fast break guys are like uh, enjoy that. Like, seems like Grizzlies fans have uh, animosity towards him. Yeah, um, I'm not sure I understand why. I don't really understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's warranted. They were pretty good uh, while he was there. I mean... I mean, I have heard that like he has a short temper with his guys, and he was really pushing for them to make 
a playoff run last year and just he was right. dissatisfied when the younger guys were playing and the older guys just weren't just weren't getting it done. That worries me a little right. bit because I, I I feel like he could go down a Tibbs road, right? Where he's just playing the vets all the time, Ooh. pushing and pushing and pushing to get. I mean, not not. I mean, I don't think he's going to hire all the <laughs> former <laughs> players, but. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, Tony Allen. Yeah. What's Tony Allen doing here? How do you get here? Um, yeah. Well. But I mean, like, there are those coaches that have this affinity for playing veterans. They like veterans sure. are what what's sure. gonna make you win. Veterans are gonna get you over the hump. And like I you know, guys become veterans by playing them. Like you you gotta give the right. young guys right. time to shine. You gotta grow them. And I think I don't know that we've seen him as a developmental coach. So in that respect, that would be maybe a little cautiously optimistic, but you know, I don't think, I don't see any reason to not think that he wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And he also, I mean, I'm trying to think who the young players were that he wasn't playing there. I mean, I feel like he was just putting out the best players on the team. I I don't know. Yeah. But the the Knicks is a completely different situation. I, I like who knows when KP is back. Um, I, I think they're going to trade Courtney Lee uh, sooner rather than later. They should if they're smart. Because mm-hmm. um, I think you could get a draft pick or two for him. Um, and he. Second rounder? It's just like. Yeah, a second rounder. Um, and I mean, the focus should be Knox, Robinson, Frank. Like, that should be the focus. And and seeing if you get anything out of these these weird role players that you added in the offseason. Yeah. Um, a long career. He could be. Yeah, well, yeah, he could. Didn't we see him playing uh, he, in summer league together? He did. I mean, yeah. he he the kick and shoot, but he doesn't. He's like never like he he gets the ball and shoots immediately. Like he, his, his, the big knock on him has always been that he doesn't know how to pass the ball. Um, so, can't play defense. So so, so Car- Carmelo all over again. You always got to have one of those guys on your team. Yeah, <laughs> If he, if, if he came out and said his favorite player growing up was Carmelo Anthony, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see it now. <laughs> and then, you know, these the, these like little ads, like we're just getting every single guy from the first round of the 2015 draft all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. It's like see if one of these guys sticks. So um, I, I there's interesting things for him to do as, as a coach uh, this season. Yeah. Um, and I like, like I said, I don't think he really has a choice. He has to play the young guys. I mean, um, exactly. You know, I think I think the overarching thing here is that like they haven't done anything stupid so far this offseason. Like they didn't they didn't yes. trade for anybody to eat up cap space. They left it wide open for next year. I think they're gonna have like close to forty million dollars to sign players next year. That's yeah. huge. Yes. And if huge. we're gonna and if we're gonna talk about that, we should also talk about this uh, this uh, report that came out in Bleacher Report reported today that. Kyrie Irving is going to be the, the number one guy that the Knicks go after. And not just the number one, number two, number three, two number three. four. Yeah. They went all the way down to four. It's like when it's like when LeBron joined the Heat. Like, not one, it's like not one, two. One for, all, one for all the knee surgeries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you think about it? I think, honestly, when I see something I that's it. so... I hate it. Yeah. I, when I see something that's <laughs> such a, a, a hyperbolic report like that, like it's so overblown, so exaggerated. I have to think that it's a lot of smoke. I don't really think that that's... Oh, for sure. Yeah. But... Um, I, I think you you got to remember with the Nick fan base, too, uh, a lot of this happens because they want to make sure that everyone is still coming to the games mm-hmm. and that everyone has something to look forward to 
and uh, you know they want to pursue all the biggest free agents. The problem is that I do worry that he might leave there. He might leave Boston, and he's going to want to be in. Uh, you know, it's just his personality. If you like. and and if he ends up there, I won't be shocked. I'll be upset, yeah. but I won't be. Sh- you know, they'll have the money. Yeah, totally. I got to tell you. I can't wait till you send me your audio because I didn't hear a fucking thing you just said. <laughs> but Terrific. I, yeah, <laughs> poor network connection thing just came up. That's great. Um, uh, well, yeah, we both get that constantly, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. We're both, we both have terrible internet. Um, I, I mean, look, there are interesting free agents out there next season, obviously. Um, I think, honestly, uh, it, it wouldn't be terrible. I mean, it wouldn't be terrible. Uh, I'd rather have him than a lot of other, you know, top ten, top fifteen players. But the the problem is, I just I, I do worry about his attitude sometimes, and I, you know, obviously his his injury history is awful. Yeah, it's not great. It's it's not great. Uh, but go ahead. You know, in the in the best possible scenario, you know, I have dreams of you know pick and roll with him and KP. Um, him and Knox, and I think you know if everybody's healthy and playing at the top of their game, I think obviously that would be really fun to watch. Well, but I, I think it's a big if. It's a big if. I think there's a few things happening here, right? First of all, why would you play your hand so early in the game? Like, why would you? I mean, like it's okay to be ex- express interest, but like if you're trying to tell people that you're going all in, that's just really short sighted and dumb. You're you're laying out your cards right. for everyone. So I'm not sure I believe it. If he did come. Okay, fine. So you're bringing in a superstar and you're right. going to put butts in the seats. Everyone will line up to see Kyrie. Great. He could really mesh well with Porzingis. They could operate really well in the pick and roll. And and Kyrie, as much as I hate his game at times, he is a killer. A killer, man. Like on the oh, offensive yeah, end. Like yeah, just... on, uh, right. That's the thing on the offensive end. Right. But if you put but if you put him next to um Frank and you have Frank um, he and Frank kind ball. of sharing, yeah. operating off ball, and then you have Frank on your Curry's and your, you know, like the, yeah. you know, the your 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 sharpshooting guards. It, it could work. It, it could, could be, work. It could be a really really exciting team overnight. And I was going to say that, like, right. the thing about it is, if you want to entice someone like Kyrie to come to your team, you got to grow these young guys, and and you got to really hope that what they have on the roster right now is some young young exciting talent. And I think. Right. What we saw at Summer League, I think both of us, I know you were pretty, you were way higher on, on, on Kevin Knox than I was. Well, not on draft night. <laughs> oh, all right. Fair enough. But <laughs> yeah, on draft night. but when we um, saw him play in Summer League, whoo, man, oh. I was, I was blown away. I was like speechless. Yeah. He was yeah. so good. Go ahead. What were you going to say? And the more, um, I, the more film I watched, cause, um, there's a, there's, my my favorite um, Knicks Twitter is called Knicks Film School. They do a yeah, phenomenal they do a job, great job, uh, yeah, breaking things down and making you not want to blow your brains out. Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's they, uh, They're also yeah, a yeah. suicide prevention hotline. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, basically are. So thank you, thank you for all the important work you do. Um, but but they broke down a lot of um, film of his from college, uh, and I, I, they made me really buy into it. Uh, even before summer league, I really liked what I saw, and all the all the talk too is a uh, you know, a lot of these guys 
don't really shine enough in the Kentucky system, and then they come into the NBA, and you're like, wow. Yeah. We, like, didn't realize how good this guy was. So, you know what? I It does seem like they made the right pick, um, at least from what we saw at Summer League. And, but, you know. I mean, it's Summer League. Guy, yeah. Moutier yeah. <laughs> uh, had an amazing Summer League. So. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Furkan Korkmaz lit it up in Summer League. And I, I'm oh, here to well, tell you, I don't think he's going to be anything special. But How exciting that we were in the building for that. I know. That I was mean, amazing. That was, that was amazing. It was one of those moments. First time we ever met. I saw the twinkle in your eye. Right. Korkmaz put up 40. <laughs> <laughs> what a night. What a, what a night. night. What a night. Um, so what are your hopes for Knox for this season? What do you think? You think he, give me a number. What do you think he's going to put up points wise and rebounds wise? Cause I think he's a better, I, I really think he's a better distributor, a better passer and a better handler than I had ever imagined he was going to be, but he actually right. shoots a little bit better than I thought too. The, the problem is like, who, who is he passing to before KP comes back? <laughs> <laughs> well, that you saw that pass, you saw that itself, pass but... he had to Mitchell Robinson in the, in the, in the it's like, for a dunk, that was nice. Yeah, I have no idea who he's sure. passing to. Um, you know what? I, I would like to see him average double-digit points, um, maybe seven boards, six or seven boards. I, I think that would be a really nice, nice start to his year. I mean, yeah. a nice start to his uh, <laughs> his career. <laughs> way- I mean, I, I can honestly like. I, I just think the shots will be there before KP gets back. I think he's going to have a lot of a lot of chance to uh, perform offensively um frank has shown that he does not want to shoot the ball ever yeah um and i i think he and i think frank's a really uh, like uh, underrated um point guard he's he's been known for his defense but uh i'd like to see those two just kind of work out a nice little chemistry together um so I don't know. I, I, I really think that Knox will be the focal point until KP gets back. So I think he has a chance to – I think he has a serious chance of being rookie of the year, I, honestly. Right. He, he'll have the minutes. He's in the right, he's in the right situation. Are you sure he's going to have the minutes, though? That's, that's the only concern yes. I have. Yes, I do. You don't think I they do. would start Cantor and somebody I, else like and just well, – well, and Lance Thomas? No, I think I, I, I think I think Fizzo really, really likes him. I'm like, and somebody uh, else. Obviously, I have no idea who else, else is. Who else? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Courtney, you know, there's like Courtney Lee and Trey Burke and uh, Lance Thomas. You know, there there are guys out there that are, but but Cantor, you know, uh, if anything, that that's taking away minutes from Mitchell Robinson. So right, yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's exciting for sure. He's, 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 I mean, yes. if you're a Knicks fan, you've also, got to be excited. And I also think he can play multiple positions. I, th- I think he can play him at the four. You can play him at the three. Um, you can, so, you think they can I, put him down at the three? You think he can go down that far? I mean, he can handle more than I thought he could. Yeah. And he's quick. Yeah. I, 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 I do. And honestly, like, he really, I, I know this is crazy, but he, he has a lot of parallels to Kevin Durant. I know that's like, wild but he has that length yeah uh, and he, his stroke is much nicer than i i i realized he's still a so, little bit inconsistent but he's also a rookie so yeah. well he's a kid he's a yeah. kid he's a kid he's a kid um tell me about mitchell robinson before we go all glassy-eyed on well i think Knicks fans are really happy he didn't go to college because that's why he was still available so <laughs> totally 
I mean, and, you should and, never and root for some... someone not to go to college. But... No, no. <laughs> in this situation, I think it's the right decision. So it's, yeah, totally. Maybe he, maybe he read like Steve Jobs' book, and he was like, "Oh fuck this." <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need college. I still don't understand. Uh, I read why he did. He, he was in college technically, but he bounced yeah, between he was, schools. He was enrolled. Yeah, right. he was enrolled, and he bounced. I don't know what there was something with his. Uh, I, I love your shirt, by the way. It's so great. Um, it looks really good in blue. <laughs> I'm wearing a super flight shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Out of, out of respect, I, I wanted to kiss the ring. You know. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um. I, don't, I still don't understand what happened, though. Was it like, was it grades? Was it just, I, I don't really understand why he didn't play at all and what, what was happening with the school system. It's just kind of bizarre. I don't know. Well, no, like his mom moved to Texas and he wanted to be with her. I don't know. It, it sounded like uh, it's maybe a little bit immaturity and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit he just didn't really want to be in college and just wanted to spend a year just kind of doing him. But he also, it, it's just, it's, what I'm most impressed by is like what we saw in summer league, given that he wasn't really training a lot in the off season and he wasn't in, you know, he didn't have a college coach giving him a year of right. uh, vice and, 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 uh, and, and the college system training him. So I, I was really impressed. You know, he had like eight fouls a game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's, which is he's, he's very raw still. Yeah, uh, which is good. You don't foul out in summer league. So. Right. right. Which is nice. Yeah. Uh but he has athleticism for days and uh and he, there are a lot of things that you had to be happy with. Uh, I mean for watching. for starters he covers he covers on defense better than I thought he would. He 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 yeah. does, he moves laterally really well. He's obviously a lob yeah. threat and he's hoppy, man. He's he's springy as hell. Oh yeah. I think he actually can stretch the floor a little bit too and I think he's going to be a. I mean, like I've been wrong before, but he could be a huge steal for them. It's right. they've drafted really well yes. the last. I mean, it's and it's this is everything you want. Like if you're if you're in a shitty situation, your your team hasn't been anywhere for a while. You're stuck in no man's land. Take some right. risks. Take some risks. Right. And they got him with what the totally. 36th pick in the second round. That's that's huge. Go for it, man. Um, and I, arguably, they they they. They made two risks because I feel like Knox was a risk uh, yeah. as well. What was he? You know, he gone with state. He was who? Knox. What pick was Knox? He? Yeah. Uh, ninth. Ninth. Eighth? Okay. Ninth. Eighth. Somewhere ninth. around there. Ninth. Ninth. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people wanted us to take um, uh, what should we call it? Um, uh, uh, Porter. Uh, Porter. Was it Porter? Port. No. No, no, no. Um, he, well, that would have been a really huge risk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a uh, real big gamble. Uh, he seems like a shithead, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I was saying this last night on the Dunk Tales podcast. I'm like, I think people were scared off not just because of his injury history, but also because yeah. he's not aloof. I think he's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. He's but, dumb and he's like a piece of shit. Like, did you see, like, he was like, he, he like, took that kid's Nikes, like beat him in 2K and like took his Nikes, <laughs> which he can't even wear because he's Adidas. He can't even wear that. And the kid was like, these are my, he was like 15 and they were like, these are my $800 Nikes. And he fucking took them from him. Are you serious? I don't know anything. Wait, no, no, yeah. Tell me about this story. Tell, I don't know anything about this. Apparently he has people like DM him to come over and play 2K against him. Okay. And, they put either money or like sneakers on the line and stuff. And apparently he's really good at 2K. But this kid actually like came over like in Denver, came over 
and he beat him and he took the kids like eight hundred dollar sneakers. Like oh like, dude, just be like, I'm not gonna take these. Like, good playing, man. I'm glad to meet a fan or something. He fucking took them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest dick move. Like you could buy yeah. that kid so many sneakers and you have to take his. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he might not, he might not, I, it's not even that he's dumb. I think he just not, might not be very self-aware or, or enlightened right. in any kind of way. <laughs> like right, he, just, right, he right. seems arrogant for no reason, but not like, not like I'm super arrogant. Just like, just like dumb Eric. I don't even know how to explain it. He just doesn't seem like yeah. he's really, he seems like he's still a kid. Maybe the immaturity thing is really, yeah. Yes. But moving on. So, uh, so, so good luck with that, Denver. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, there were there were other sort of safer, you know, guys that had been in college for four years, like kind of people that they could have taken there. And I, you know, so I like that they're willing to take that risk. And look, if if Robinson pans out, and we got him, I mean, we got him in the trade with Mello. So, like, I mean, I that, think that that gives you a little bit of like ease that we got something yeah. in that whole debacle, you know? Cause I mean, they, my God, they waited way too long to unload him. Yeah. It was like so ridiculous. And I mean, so, you know, Phil Jackson, I mean, genius, 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 man. Anyway, Phil Jackson, Derek Fisher. What a, what a great time. What a great <laughs> era of so many great errors in the last so, 20 years. Yeah. Seriously. Fan. Good God. <laughs> All right, here, let's move on a little bit quicker. Let's go. I'm going to ask you something really quick. Do you expect anything from the new guys that they got? Namely, Hazonia, Vonley, Train Burke, or Moutier, which who he was there last year, but like, well, I'm going to throw him into there because, because, you know, Moutier, he came in with so much potential three years ago. Three Moutier. Yeah. Dunzo. Moutier. Yeah. (laughs) That's my my biggest concern is that Moutier gets minutes over, uh, like, other people that should should be getting minutes. All right, because Fizzo apparently still believes in him. What uh, whatever. See, and this is what uh, I was I, talking about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. That's it's, okay. It's so there scary. are those question marks. Yeah, uh, but Moutier, no. Um, uh, Vonleh, no. I mean, no. Hazonia, uh, <laughs> maybe he actually saw some some signs of life last year. So maybe, and apparently he grew up a Knicks fan. So oh, really? he might be happy. He might be happy to not live in Orlando anymore, and you I mean, know maybe that gives him a bit of juice. Wouldn't you be? Um, well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I like Trey Burke. I gotta say, right. I do like Trey Burke, uh, and also, you know, his uh, obviously we know he can score, but like I thought his his defense was actually really underrated last year. And if you go to Nick's film school, they can mm. break down why why. He's a good defender. So tell me, is Nick's film school like a podcast as well? Because we're giving them all kind of free plugs. <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. But they they just they deserve a couple shouts because they, they really do, an do. They're... job for free. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. It's absolutely true. They do an amazing job. They broke down yeah. Nilakina last year in a way that I was like, holy shit! This this seriously, anybody who's listening to this, go check out Nick's film school. They are really damn good. Yeah. Anybody who's trying to run like a like some sort of film related uh, Twitter account, like go look at how they do it because they they do a phenomenal job. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let me ask you this: if you have be- if you have to bet one of those four players uh, would break out this season, who would it be? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Trey Burke, because I have to say one person. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you Trey, have to. Trey Burke. 
<laughs> I mean, he already. I mean, he he. You know, he had the, like a couple of those games where he scored like forty plus points last year. So he could do more of that this year. Did he really score forty plus points last year? There was an amazing game. He did it multiple times, but there was an amazing game against uh, the Bobcats where he and um, uh, 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 beats me. I don't know. I'm gonna co- I'm gonna cover it for you here. This this is this is the worst podcast when it comes to remembering names. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and me both, man. This is my. Op- no, my, I'm getting so old. It's so so depressing. Oh, stop. Um, but but he had an amazing game last year where he he, he scored like 46 points. Nice. I had no idea. How do I not know? Oh, that's because he was on the Knicks, right? Right. Because he was on the Knicks. <laughs> that's why I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. If you had to bet one of those four guys would be busted for smoking weed in the locker room, who would it be? Uh, also Trey Burke. <laughs> that was going to be my guess, too. <laughs> he, has, he has the potential for such good and such evil. Not that that's evil. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, though. His NBA look just never as a as a Sixers fan you have to be so weirded out by it because he looks exactly like Allen Iverson with the braids and everything it's like it, it if he... you if you look at it no he really does All right. you know what keep, keep 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 talking because I gotta look this up now oh, wait I just look, had to uh... look it up look it up yeah, all right. Well, keep... player I couldn't remember was, was just Kemba Walker. You know, just not even a household name. You know, just Kemba Walker. <laughs> oh yeah, that, was oh, the that player guy. I could... Yeah, I'm such a big NBA fan. Uh, I couldn't remember Kemba Walker. I'm also <laughs> a, a diehard UConn fan, so that was really that's how I know my mind is already really going. Yeah. Oh come on, he doesn't look anything like Allen Iverson. Are you kidding me? Look at him with the braids and stuff. I've seen him with the braids. They look nothing alike. I mean, he's a he's an uh, Iverson wannabe light. I was going to say, well, John Hill agrees with me, but that's not actually a yeah, well, good thing. To I mean, does John Hill know anything about basketball? Does he even watch? <laughs> does he even watch <laughs> basketball? Uh, no shade, John. No shade. If you're listening to this, John, which I know you're not. Um, yeah, he's not. No. He doesn't even listen to our podcast, so. <laughs> well, I don't blame him for that. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Oh, how, how dare, dare you? How dare I? All right. If you had to guess one of these guys would be traded midway through the season, which one would it be? Trey Burke. Trey Burke. <laughs> <laughs> three I for mean, three. I mean, I mean, maybe there's a world where, like, you're able to dump Moutier somewhere for fucking a future second rounder or something some bullshit i don't know if they're if they're smart they'll try to get rid of him <laughs> i was good there was another question i was going to ask you but i decided to change it and take it out because i thought it was too little nasty but i'm, I'm going to ask you anyway if you had to guess one of these guys would be busted for autoerotic asphyxiation who would it be because <laughs> i'm going uh, to zonia <laughs> yeah maybe maybe zonia i don't know vonley seems kind of weird yeah uh, it's kind of weird it's true true i don't know yeah it's easy easy uh to just say like one of the new guys all right fair enough we don't we don't need to go any further into that than that no, uh, no, no, no. are any of these guys a replacement for beasley is what i want to know i honestly trade burke because like uh, beasley didn't really give you a whole lot except for like some fun uh sound bites and a lot of scoring that's true uh, which i mean burke you know Nobody's going to give you the sound bites that, you know, nobody's like that. That first interview he gave when he was talking about like the, the, like the, the like weight of the yeah. human brain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do you understand? We only use 10% of our brain. <laughs> like, 
with the with the goat in New York sweatshirt on, like and like. <laughs> I, I mean, who was the person that told him about the ten percent? That person had to have been using eleven percent no. of their brain, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Beasley. Is, I mean, he's amazing. He's, he's, he's amazing. amazing. He's amazing. I love. Him. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a huge fan. Anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's end with a really high side for the Knicks. Porzingis. So okay. he's going to come back. I, I feel like I have not taken this podcast seriously at all, which is par for the course with the Knicks. That's, but <laughs> That's good. Yeah. No, they, that's how you're doing it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing it right when. Nate, Nate, Nate Duncan and Danny LaRue can break down the fucking uh, X's and O's of the uh, fucking Knicks. Uh, I think that uh, Porzingis uh, should be used for uh, uh, I'm still on everybody's bit now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we all yeah, I mean, it's, it's so easy to take. Um, poor Zingas. So his timetable for return yes. is probably, I mean, I think it was going to be out 10 to 12 months. December right? at the earliest. Yeah. December at the earliest. Are you, right. and, and then Dolan. So here's my question for you. Dolan, as much God. as, he, God, he just yeah. can't stop. Dolan has come out already and said that he's not sure he'll even play this season. Which, by the way, if. If Porzingis doesn't play this season, when was he injured last year? He was injured in like December or something. No, 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 because I saw them. No, 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 because I saw I saw one of his last games, which was in either late January or early February, because it was like okay. when they were here playing the Lakers. So it was sometime in the like like midwinter. Okay. He uh, he got got the injury. So if he doesn't play by February. That's an entire year yeah. out for an ACL, which, okay, understandable. Right. It's a really serious injury. It takes a long time to heal. Right. You want him to come Especially back for a big man, for a big man. Yeah. You want, you don't want to right. fuck around. You don't want to take any risks, no. but if he doesn't right. play this year at all, that's a two year injury. That's kind of crazy. Right. And I have to think you get to a certain point in the season. And if he's not healthy by February, I mean, that would be on the late side. That would be a 12 month. Right expectation like which is what they were saying it could be 10 to 12 months right. if you get past that point like you're risking uh rust you're risking like regression you're risk i mean there's a especially since he's a shooter yeah and you want him to be part of the team you want him to be like he's basically the face of your franchise right now i can't no, imagine yeah yeah i can't imagine they're gonna hold him out for the whole year i i think it's a ticky sort of ticky tacky thing like you know you do want to be cautious you do want to bring him back at the right time, and you don't want to rush him back, um, but you also don't want him to sit out the whole year. Can you see them hanging? Before I even get to that question, what was Dolan right. thinking saying this? <laughs> is he just trolling the I don't fans, know. or like, like fuck, his fucking band is uh, isn't on tour right now? Like, fuck, keep that guy's band on tour forever. Seriously. Jesus Christ! Seriously. I mean, he he's gotten better like the last couple of years of like shutting the fuck up, but he like yeah, I, look, he's talking about. I'm talking to the trainers. Like he's not a he's not allowed around. Like like no like nobody's talking to him about anything. Like <laughs> he just he just honestly he just gets interviewed and he just says whatever the fuck he wants. I I do think that it like you don't want to rush him back. I think there's no reason. I mean it, it's gonna be a lost season. Like there's no reason to try to like make sure he's back in December for like you know like uh, the the Christmas Day. You know, a lot of people are like you gotta. You got to get him back for that Christmas Day game because they're playing the Bucks, and it'll be his like you know his return, yeah. the team where he got yeah. injured like against like. Uh, but I do think there's no harm in like maybe like down the stretch getting him like ten into like, ten games maybe. Yeah, I I, I think I think you you want him to be on the court with the young guys. You want them to start developing some of that chemistry. So uh, December I think is a mistake. 
unless he's like really ready to go. And the the word is that he has been working his ass off uh, to to get back. Um, yeah. But in yeah, preparation think, for this podcast, I actually looked at a few things and like <laughs> you know he people, has like a whole YouTube show about like yeah. he's re- like trying to get back and stuff, which is like mildly embarrassing. But <laughs> <laughs> and I saw pictures of him like on a boat jumping off it, so that was that was good over the summer. That's yeah, you'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love to see that. I'm sure like some fucking. Slovenian model dared him to do it, and he like couldn't resist. He's such a fucking girl hound. Yeah, I mean, did you yeah. see the girl? Did you see these pictures? Did you see the girl on the boat with him? Yeah, she I had, mean, she had some built-in flotation devices. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah. It looked like a boat I'd like to be on. I'll say that. Yeah. I might have to edit that last part out. I'm sorry, that sounded really no. sexist on my part. Oh, 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 oh. sorry to offend. Sorry to offend. Whatever. There were some guys with fucking big looking fucking dicks too. So <laughs> exactly. Did you see the size of the junk on these dudes? Dude, some of those guys looked like they had massive fucking cocks. So <laughs> Whew. we spread it around. We yeah, spread it around. Exactly. This is what people come to the super flight for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah. So I don't think I agree with you. So I, don't I think, think there's... don't rush him back, but get him in there uh, before the year's over. Get him like some sort of extended playing time near, near, down the stretch, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, uh, I would like to see him get at least a little bit of playing time. A, as you mentioned, to get some, you know, time with the young guys, try and build some chemistry, yeah. even if it's at the end of the year, and get some time with Fisdale because that's going to be his coach right. moving forward. And like, they want to get to know each other. They want to get to know what kind of role he's going to play. And like, is he going to be, you know, power forward? Is he going to be center? Is he going to split time between the two? How's he going to utilize him within the system? I think all these things are really important. If that's your Definitely. if that's your franchise guy going forward, and let's hope he is, and this this injury bug is like right. over, um, you know, you want him to get a little bit of playing time, and I think it's going to be huge for him. I wouldn't rush him back either. I think December is too early, but if we don't yeah. see him by February, I can't imagine yeah, what's going not- on there. Like if if it comes right. to February and he's still not playing, I would at that point really start to get concerned. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Not to be an alarmist. But I'm an alarmist. <laughs> yeah, well, most 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 New Yorkers are. Yeah, so. yeah. It just it comes with the territory. I'm like, you know, that's right. We're all way too high, strong, and uptight, and stressed out all the time. Let me ask you Allie. this. Spe- yeah, let me ask you this. Speaking <laughs> of New York, mm-hmm. I have this opinion about MSG. Is it oh, actually yeah. overrated? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> tell like me what's so great state. tell me what's so great about this arena tell because i've been there several times and Wrigley, I, Wrigley field is it overrated no it's not <laughs> places are legendary majestic incredible all right we're venues. not ta- we're not talking about the atmosphere or the fans or like the, or the city <laughs> well that's the side i'm like talking about just the arena just the arena it's a little oh, bit yeah it's a little bit yeah go to Go to Barclays if you I if love you Barclays. want to your brand your brand new uh, beautiful seats and your goat cheese pizza and your exactly that's what I'm saying. Oh, you go to a bat? Do you go to a basketball? Game? Do you go to a basketball game to observe how beautiful the structure is that you're inside? Who cares? I want the all around experience. I want to take it all but in. I say, but I will say it's not it's not like hideous in there. Like no, I, I do think it's I think it's nice, but. But to me, like, no matter, you know, if you're going there for a concert or you're going there for a game, like, uh, the, the atmosphere is absolutely amazing. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean that I cannot, I can't take that away. The atmosphere in, in MSG is, is, is bonkers. It's great. Yeah. And I yeah. do like that it goes right into Penn station. So that's, that's also nice. It's so convenient. And you know, you take a walk to, have you ever been to pizza Suprema? You know that place? No, I don't. Oh, it's like on like 30th, 31st. Okay. I don't very, even watch pizza. You get a slice there. Oh, you don't like pizza? I mean, I like pizza. Oh, what am yeah. I? What am I, a Nazi? <laughs> Wait. You want me to answer? No, no. Come on. <laughs> of course I like pizza. I mean, MSG is the best. Like, oh, come on. It's it's come good. On. It's good. It's a little overpriced. The buildings need, need, need to be yeah. a little renovated, but it's good. It's good. Fine. Fine. <laughs> All right. So we can find some middle ground it's here, not, right? Yeah, it's, it's no Wells Fargo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair you're right it's no wells fargo anyway do you have any thoughts on the top 100 the si top 100 no okay <laughs> moving on <laughs> no, I, I i hate these lists like they're do so you? arbitrary oh yeah yeah i hate them i hate them yeah just like my uh, list of stadiums i mean there are four wizards on it that's that should tell you all you need to know <laughs> yeah. oh that's a good point <laughs> dwight, howard, dwight howard is on it are we serious <laughs> I mean, he's Come way on. he's way down there. He's not high on the list. Wait, is he in the thirties like or something? Something. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Fair he's enough. Maybe you put him at hundred as a goof. Yeah, well, Lonzo Lonzo Ball took that one. <laughs> All right, any. Lonzo Ball is the uh, Dwight Howard of uh, point guards. So. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! JK, That's rough. That's rough. I, I, you know what? I, I have to disagree with that. I just, I think Lonzo's I just a nicer to... guy. No, no, no. I love Lonzo. I more <laughs> just said that to see if Matt Hill is listening to this episode. So Matt doesn't even listen anymore. You're all dead. He to does. Me. <laughs> no, he does. He does. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, did you have any favorite off-season storylines? I just gotta. I'm throwing out some random questions for you here. Right. Right. I mean, I always love to see uh, Carmel Anthony being weird. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, when they, like, were on the beach, like, taking that picture, and he's, like, wearing, like, five layers, it's funny <laughs> to me. Yeah. Uh, it is good. And, and, I always, and I always love seeing Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant. So. Oh, my God. Kevin Durant is so Kevin Durant at this point. Jesus oh. Christ. What annoys me is, so, our, our podcast, we, we had two weeks to try to get blocked by him. And I really tried my damn best to troll him so hard. And not only did he not block me, but he didn't respond to me. Like he responds to people with like five followers and not me. So, <laughs> so I, I like I like when he gets chewed up. Uh, I, I I love I love that he just continues to keep doing that. He he can't I mean, stop. It's, it makes me sad because I really really used to love him and I still respect his game. But right. I mean, my God. I think that's how we all feel at this point. Like we all used to love Kevin Durant and now, I mean, a, he joined so the warriors. So it, that bummed everybody out. But even that aside, like he cannot stop getting in freaking Twitter fights with 15 year olds. It's like, dude, no. come on, please. Just for, for the it's love like, of God. <laughs> somebody's like, you're a bomb. And he's like, actually I'm not. <laughs> well, like, actually I'm not. <laughs> In this, your is why, this is why I'm not a bum. <laughs> because I'm not. <laughs> All right, last question for you. Because yep. you live in L.A., is, uh -huh. it, is having LeBron James on the Lakers going to drive you nuts? Absolutely. 
it's already driving me nuts. Yeah. First of all, you know, the Knicks come into town once a year. It it's already like it was already expensive to go to Lakers games last year to see some shit game. <laughs> now it's going to be like like twofold. It's going it, to it, it's so annoying. And you have all the Kobe stands all of a oh. sudden coming out of the woodwork. But like like Yo, dude, yeah, now we got, yeah, we got LeBron, dude. LeBron, <laughs> first we had Kobe, now we got LeBron. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't... LA sports are absolutely awful. Yeah. That might be racist, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. If you live in LA, you understand. Right. You know what I'm talking about. I don't live in LA, so I have no idea. But it's, it's all good. Most, the classic LA sports fan is a cholo. they have no idea what's happening with the lakers or the dodgers but they know they love kobe that's fair that's fair they love kobe uh no it's gonna be absolutely gonna be the worst yeah i I, I mean it 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 sucks for matt because i mean it (laughs) he really wanted to root for the lakers i know and now he can't now now he can't you know but um it it sucks for me what's not annoying is I love that they brought in the all knucklehead team. Oh yeah, with Javale and Rondo and Beasley and Lance. It's I mean it's incredible. It's pretty hilarious. It makes no sense. No. And I love that's my favorite Lakers storyline. I just want to see those guys just being crazy awful. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see Lance blowing LeBron's ear on his own team. <laughs> just on the bench. Yeah, just like every time he sits on the bench, I'm like. Yeah. That would be the best. Uh, David Futernick, thank you for coming on the Super Flight again, my friend. Joe Borelli, always a pleasure. Sure, man. We should should catch a game in New York if we're both here at the same time, which seems to never happen, but... I know, I know. I I was hoping to make my way back this fall, but it's it's looking dire these days. Uh, I I might not get back till Christmas time, but if, if I do, we'll go to the overrated MSG and catch a game. Dig it. Or we can go the, to the properly rated Barclay Center. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, you got to see Spencer Dinwiddie once in your lifetime. I mean, in the flesh. <laughs> I've seen him a few times. <laughs> He's good, man. He's good. I like Dinwiddie. Oh, he is. I got to check that off my bucket list. Seeing Spencer Dinwiddie in person. Yeah, totally. Yeah, have you never yeah. been to Barclays? I've, I never have. Oh, my Sad God. to say. Oh, it's, it's It wasn't there. It, it wasn't there when I lived there. So yeah, That's fair. Um, and when I come home, I typically... If it's during basketball season, try to go see MSG Knicks game. But yeah, of course. One of these days. One of these days. Well, my friend, do you want to plug any uh, upcoming films you're in, or, or UPS commercials, or or is that US Post? Uh, you can see me. Uh, how dare you? You can see me in a uh, USPS commercial right now. It's just playing all over the place. You know, everybody's loving it. It's gotten great reviews. I haven't seen it. Yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's really good. You strike me as somebody who doesn't watch much TV. Yeah. Well, do I look that out of touch? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, no comment. Um, uh, I, uh, I have a little bit part in um, uh, an upcoming uh, Netflix show called Unbelievable um, with Tony Collette. Um, that'll, uh, I think it'll probably post sometime next year. Um, and then um, you can listen to uh, the Super Hoopers pod. I'm on every other week. Nice. Uh, and we sometimes have Joe on. Um, it's been a while. And uh, yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter at David Feudernick or Instagram at David Feudernick. One of the funniest, 
Twitter handle or one of the funniest Twitters on on Twitter. What is that? I don't even know what I'm saying. One of the funniest Twitter personalities. I don't know. It's good. You're good. Fuck MSG. I my Twitter account is underrated. Okay. <laughs> underrated. Yeah, underrated. Underrated. I do not get enough love. Yes. <laughs> Definitely not. All right, man. Send me that audio file. All right, Joe. Thanks we'll for do. coming on. I'm just gonna pause this real quick. David Futernick, everybody, go check him out on all kinds of stuff. Uh, and the Super Ubers. Um, yeah, this is good.